Welcome to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Yes, I am Deborah Washington Gould, President and CEO of Deborah Gould and Associate Inc. DGAI is a New Orleans-based management consulting and performance management business founded in 1996, serving 27 years locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. Saying thank you to every client that my company has been blessed by. Please visit my website at www.goolassos.com to learn more about my professional service offerings in executive coaching, training, facilitating, management consulting, and business motivational speaking. But right now, we're going to talk more about the Hustle Skirt podcast. Well, the mission is to promote communicate, and amplify the influence of men and women entrepreneurs for profit businesses. On occasion, we're going to have C-suite or higher executives with corporation, government, and nonprofit organization. So that's what Hustle Skirt mission is. But let me say this, the meaning of Hustle Skirt, just in case our guest is inviting folks for the very first time, or whether you are a first timer to the Hustle Skirt. The meaning is simple. It's about hustle, 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 but bringing positivity into the products and services that we get to have the privilege to serve our clients and customer each and every day in an excellent, customer experience. So what it may look like for you when you're in your hustle, hustle, hustle moment, it's about never give up. Your faith walk, staying focused, being an encourager, being humble for the experience to be of service to others, an effective time manager, and for God's sakes, be someone in the business community not only being prosperous, but being someone that can create creativity and innovation to make a difference in the world that we are privileged to wake up every day. Excuse me. So that's the meaning of Hustle Skirt. And without a doubt, my guest here today, Mr. Lewis Colin, is going to share his message about why he has been so successful in his industry. So with that being said, I'm going to take a moment to share his credential. Impressive. And I have had the privilege to know both Lewis and Joyce Colin. But for right now, we may have them both on at a future date, but Lewis is blessing us today. Lewis loves serving the Lord. He was raised in the Lower Night Ward and is one of nine children. Ditto, ditto. I was raised in the Night Ward and I'm one of nine. He is a graduate of St. Augustine High School 
class of 1980. He served six years in the Louisiana Air National Guard, where he was promoted to the rank of staff sergeant. Lewis is a has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice from Loyola University and a master's in public administration from Troy State University. He is also a graduate of the FBI Academy, Quartzim Co, Virginia. Now that was something strikingly new of all the years I've known Lewis. He served 26 years on the New Orleans Police Department, where he retired as a police major in 2008. Lewis is a mentor in so many ways. In the public schools through the Silverback Society, also my late husband and beloved husband, Joseph Gould Jr. was also part of the Silverback Society. Co-founder is Mr. Lloyd Dentis. Kudos to the Silverback Society. Amen. He serves on the board of directors for the Volunteers of America Southeast Louisiana and the advisory board for the Boys and Girls Club of Southeast Louisiana. He is also the national lead owner don't miss this, y'all. Operator for McDonald's security team and is one on the board for the National Black McDonald's owners. Lewis is a member of Franklin Avenue Baptist mm -hmm. Church, where Reverend Fred Luther Jr. is the senior pastor. Lewis is a licensed minister trustee board member and Sunday school teacher at Franklin Avenue Baptist Church. Lewis, his wife Joyce and daughter Jade are the owner and operators of six, y'all heard me right, six McDonald's restaurants located on the West Bank of New Orleans. I still say New Orleans East is the best bank. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. they're employed and y'all y'all gotta hear this put your active listening on not only are they the owner and operators of six mcdonald's restaurants located on the west bank of new orleans where they employ over 200 people thank you lewis and joyce for making a difference in the economic engine of New Orleans. That is kudos to both of you. And I just mentioned he is married to Joyce and they have three children, Jade Ashley, Louis Jr. and Jasmine Elaine. Welcome Louis. I yeah, know that was a long introduction yeah. and I'm probably gonna get fussed at by so many other guests who are saying, you didn't give it to me like that, Deborah. Oh. But I'm saying I have a lot of history with Lewis and Joyce, and it's Amen. just Amen. my excitement to have you here today. Yes, an honor to be here. Thank you, Deborah. Thank yeah. you. Well, we gotta give God all the praise 
because he's been a blessing in both our lives, his family. Amen. Amen. So we're going to jump right into this interview, Lewis. Three questions I'm going to ask you. And okay. please take the opportunity, if there's any contact information you would like to share with this listening audience. So here we go. Why did you decide to start your own business? Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I worked when I was on the New Orleans Police Department, getting close to my retirement. Uh, I just started praying and asking God for some direction. You know, what do you have for me to do next in my life and as well as for my family? And, you know, with 25 years, I could retire and get a pension for the rest of my life. Or I could have stayed on and continue to try to continue to, to elevate myself on the New Orleans Police Department. But I really felt like God had more. And one time in my prayer, God just, you know, reminded me what I had in my yearbook in high school. And that's what I entrepreneur. I always, always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Matter of fact, when my twin brother and I was, uh, was young, probably about 10, 11 years old, we actually had a, a small little sweet shop on the side of our house. We used to go to the corner grocery store, buy things, and then we would come back and sell them and make a profit. And we was like, wow, this really works. So people who didn't want to go all the way to, you know, to the grocery store, they would come down and kids would come to us and our money was doubling and tripling and we we're buying more and more product. We we're like, wow, this is working. And in high school, even when I was working at an ice cream parlor while I was going to school in the summer, um, the owner of that business actually let me be the manager and fully manage his business for while I was in high school, recruiting a lot of my friends from St. Aug and some of the other schools that I had friends in. And we ran and I ran his business and we did great. I enjoyed it. And I saw how, you know, how entrepreneurship really had a benefit. So I just decided to go ahead on and, and uh, go into the police department and did pretty well on the police department. But I still had that itch. And always try to do things. And when I was getting close to my retirement, I'm like, I told my wife, I said, Josh, we work real hard. I said, you're doing very well. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well too. And I said, you know, what about doing something for ourselves that we can really take a, a risk and a challenge on and see where it's going to take us. And McDonald's came up and the more we, we researched it, it was seemed like a good franchise to be a part of. So uh, we took advantage of it, applying, never knew at the time we was applying that over 8,000 people was applying a year, uh, just by happen chance, by the grace of God, that we ran across the person uh, one day at Essence Festival, who was the vice president, and introduced myself and had my, my two-minute elevated speech, and, and uh, he says, Louis, somebody's going to call you this week, and if they don't, you call me, and he opened the door for me. Funny thing about it, Deborah, is that this year, I was at Essence at that same convention center where I worked and started. And I had that opportunity, that door open. I was on a panel this year at one of the uh, at the sem at one of the seminars. So I was like, "Wow, come, things coming back full circle." And God just continued to confirm that He has something for you. And uh, ultimately, uh, you know, being in business for yourself, nobody sets your your sailing but you. You don't. You're the one who determined. And uh, it's just it's just been a wonderful opportunity to see uh, who much is given, much is required. We do know for so for sure. But how much God can continue to just do through our lives as he continue to bless us and prosper and we continue to be obedient and faithful to him. So I just trusted God for it all in a nutshell, you know. Okay. Yeah. That was a wonderful uh, way you responded to that question. What I did not know of all the years that you and Joyce have been an influence in both the lives of Joe and Deborah Gould, I didn't know that you were a twin. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, my, and my, what was the aspiration behind uh, the story of and motivation to start this franchise? So yeah. that was a good share. So I got something out of this particular interview yeah. just as much as my my audience would be blessed by it. So let's keep it going. So my next question is the one a little more specific. What have been some of your biggest learning experiences in running a business? Well, you're always learning, that's for sure. Any entrepreneur um, will tell you, you never ever stop learning. You're constantly learning. Uh, one of the things, there's so much I can, I can say on that. One of the things is continue to surround yourself with people who actually gonna inspire you, motivate you and mentor you and continue to give you the, the, the things and the resources you need and the support you need to continue to, to grow. Uh, for one thing, I realized that there's some things that I'm, I'm not an expert in. I'm, I'm not, and I wasn't as much, I mean, I'm better now with the financial side. So you gotta have like a CPA who's really, really, really able to take care of your accounting, you know, things that you have to do. And as well as a financial advisor, which we have, actually we have two, and a financial advisor, one local and one who deals specifically with McDonald's owned operators. Uh, so, and as well as a banker, we have a separate banker, we have a separate lender, all these people who come in and play, I call them part of my team to be able to make sure that we're making good business decision. And obviously, you know, an, an attorney that you can consult with. Uh, so there's so many things that you have to have because you're not going to know it all. And it's dangerous if you really think you know it all, you're putting yourself out there and it's something you're not going to know and then you're putting yourself in a liability situation or something that you can't get out of because there's so many laws, so many rules, so many things you got to follow. You have to constantly study up and what I call, or what we call these days, a growth mindset. You just be able to be uh, slow to speak and quick to listen. Sometimes you, you can't always try to hear everything if you're not always listening. So trying to be a better listener, continually trying to get education. We just, we saw you today at an at a event today, you know, where we all learned a lot and we all grew a lot. We went to another event two weeks ago right here in New Orleans by a CPA firm that was hosting um, a conference here. So we do, and we go places to constantly try to educate ourselves and stay on the front of it. Every day I'm checking my emails. I get a periodical every day, an email every day with what's going on in the industry, what's going on with the McDonald's brand. So I'm constantly looking at and learning what's going on. And in positions that I hold also, which one of the positions that I, I didn't put pretty much put on my resume, uh, on my bio, is that I'm also the pricing liaison for our co-op. And what that means is that we have a company that sets our pricing or recommends our pricing, let me say. Mm -hmm. They recommend, we can take them or not. So I sit on that committee too. So I'm constantly trying to understand how every part of the business operates and run, not just my business, but other business too. Because whatever I learned on the police department and those skill sets that I took as I rose through the police department and became a commander over the first district, a lot of those same skill sets I use today in my business. So I always look for opportunity for growth and continue to just learn more and be around great people like you and continue to just take part of things. Oh, and, you know, we, thank you. Y'all came and y'all did a great session for me and my, my managers, you know, and, and that was just, uh, we still have pictures of that. So always well, looking for opportunity. Thank you. Not just please ourselves. invite me back in the future. It was wonderful yeah. to be a yeah. part of your franchise um, yes. retreat and to be able to uh, 
put that program together. So -hmm. we're going to keep it going with one final question. But one of the takeaways, in addition to the things in your skill sets and running a business, you say something so key that's going to be of such value to those who are listening to this interview. I like to call it something called the bill, in which I learned back many years ago uh, through Small Business Administration, B-A-I-L. All the ingredients that both you and Joyce are using in running your business, we must have B is for banker. I heard you say that just now. The A is accountant. You need that CPA. And also the I, the one that I didn't hear I, but it's the insurance. Because I know that the owners and operator, you have taken care of the insurance space. And the L, the legal part of it. So that was my takeaway as I listened to your response to that question. That's good. So one final thing, question would be a fun one. Who is your biggest role model? Uh, well, you know, as the man of God, I'm called to be that I am. You know, uh, I got to say one for sure, for sure, who I study every day, uh, get up in the morning, you know, uh, studying him. And, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I got to say, I got to give him a lot of the accolades for um, what I what I possess and what I continue to try to achieve is to continue to emulate what he has done and what he's doing through our lives, through the Holy Spirit. I have to say that. But uh, I have, I can't say just one, but there's so many people, like we have owner operators that's philanthropists and they are so unselfish that they just constantly, and not just uh, in the McDonald's business, but people who do so much for so many others. Uh, and this, I, I, I got a list of them that I stay in contact with, I admire, I respect so much. But those people who give back and just realize you know, this is really just stewardship. We are just the stewards over this, uh, over these businesses. That if we realize, like I said earlier, to whom much is given, much is required. Faithful over a few things. You no, know, God can continue to just what I love about Jabez. It says, uh, "Bless us and bless us indeed, and increase our territory, and continue to keep your hand upon us and keep us away." I believe that God can have His sovereign, sovereignty in our lives if we continue to just be faithful over what He put us over. So I was a many pastors. I am a, I mean, I'm a preacher also. I have so many pastors that I respect and I admire, including our, our pastor, Fred Luther Jr. You know, he's a, a great man and great character that he walks uh, and his lifestyle as well. He's a great mo- role model for me as well. And uh, I just have so many people. It's hard to put it on one shelf because when I look at my, my, my list of mentors, which I do have, uh, even even when Chief Pennington was here in New Orleans, he said some phenomenal things that just stuck with me. And uh, like he said, you know, you always have to be a mentor. You got to appear mentors and you got to be mentoring somebody. And I always remember that. And I always hold that dearly to my heart. That's why I love the programs like the like the Silverbacks and being a Sunday school teacher and ministering to the people that's in my business and showing them love and trying to give them encouragement as well. The young people who just need a chance and I really believe most young people just need a chance. And if they're given it, they can do some great phenomenal things if somebody sold into their lives. So I have many, you know, Deborah. I, I just, well, I think you've done a great job and given me a good idea that you can't name just one, but some of the example 
that you just shared, I can understand why you couldn't name just the biggest role model. But as we get ready to close out, Lewis, I want to comment that it, this was a great interview that you have blessed my audience with today. And in the future, I will have the Silverback Society uh, CEO, Mr. Uh, Grant Rattler. Oh, we had a chance to see his father today when he was yeah. moderating today mm -hmm. uh, for the New Orleans Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. And also, I don't know if you were aware, but back in April, the first African-American woman, Voris N. Viji, mm -hmm. the president and CEO of Volunteers of America, well, Volunteer of Southeast Louisiana, was one of my guests on the Hustle Skirt. Oh, I know that, that you're on that board and the, the amazing work that the two of you are doing for yes. VOA Southeast mm -hmm. of Louisiana. So as I wrap up, uh, give me a chance to just say once again to you, Lewis, and please give my best regards to Joyce because sure, the man. two of you are walking in faith I've watched so much of what you do in the community, not just as owners and operators of McDonald's six location, but your give back in the church, in the community, and so many outreach programs that you have touched so many in this community. You are an influence, both you and Joyce. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. But I want my audience to realize, just to know this, the Hustle Skirt podcast objective is to empower you to speak up, embrace change in your own vision, mission, and purpose, and get fired up the way you just noticed today with Lewis Colin. So I want you to make sure to follow this particular interview today with our uh, McDonald's owner and operator at www.persistentlane.com where you can subscribe to the Hustle Skirt podcast, nine different platforms. So you will never miss a show. That website again is www.persistentlane.com, one word. And while you add it, if you've enjoyed this particular interview with Lewis uh, today, help us out. Give us a rating on iTunes or tell a friend, a church member, or someone in your community to check out Hustle Skirt Podcast. You're listening to the Hustle Skirt Podcast show that brings you economic equity for everyone every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Lewis, thank you. This thank was you. a magnificent interview. You shared so much. I learned a lot. And look, I get to see you guys on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and I got mm -hmm. to hear, I almost forgot about Richard Pennington. And so mm -hmm. you were part of that team back then. Thank you for all of your contribution. Thank you, Deborah. Take care. All right, God bless. God bless you. Bye bye.